Hi, lovelies. So if you're tuning in right now, um, the Asbury Revival, which a lot of you, I'm sure, know about, has pretty much come to a close as a uh, public thing. They were continuing to do some for uh, college students. But if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, some spontaneous worship broke out at Asbury College in Kentucky just that continued on for two weeks, like day and night, never stopped. And a lot of people are really calling it, you know, growth and, and revival. And it's spreading to other universities, such as Lee University and Cedarville University. And actually, a lot of y'all probably don't know about this, but there is a podcast called Heart of Dating Podcast. And at their conference, they had a revival night, like launch after previously planned programming, say that five times fast, uh, was just canceled because they said the spirit was moving and they just did a night of worship and revival. So what is up with all of this? And some of y'all might be excited when I say this and some might be scared or not want this, but there are articles and people questioning, is this like the latter rain on college campuses, this revival happening? Does that mean you know, the end is nigh, the end is coming. And my answer is not necessarily. But <laughs> don't just trust me on this. Come along and hear my description and also a little backstory on um, just witnessing and Christianity and whatnot on college campuses and thoughts about this. And I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on all of this. So come on and join our Facebook group. It's called Christian College Girl Community to post your thoughts, opinions, and whether you agree with me or not on all of this. All right, guys, let's get in it. Do you want guidance on where to go and what to study? Wonder if you should change majors? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for scholarships and ways to pay for college without parental help? Do you wake up worried about everything and just want to make sure you're following God's path for your life? Hey, I'm Kara. I too was a stressed college student looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college besides loans and wished for clear direction on how to make college and career decisions. Not only was I worried about drowning in debt, but also afraid I hadn't heard Jesus correctly. Was I studying the wrong thing? Was I completely off track? I felt semi out of control and was spiraling until I learned how to hear from God and follow his direction. He guided me and gave me the stepping stones to pay for college. Scholarships, grants, testing out of classes, and other weird school hacks got me through debt-free. And in this podcast for Christian college girls, you will learn how to find God's path for your college journey and how to graduate with no loans or debt. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and listen in on the most stress-free and debt-free class you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. Yeah, guys, welcome back to Money and Mental Peace. If you're new here, we talk about how to find God's path for college and graduate loan and debt-free. So this is college-related. I have a story for y'all. When I was in college, there was a guy that I did not see personally, but I read about in the school newspaper. And yes, we still had a school newspaper. And yes, I randomly picked it up and read it because I was like, this is applicable to my exact area. And so, I don't know, I thought it was cool. And even to the point of it just being like, almost like from an older age and kind of wholesome that there's a literal paper. Anyways, also because it talked about this guy coming and like witnessing and preaching, just like standing on a box and talking to students. Now I've seen some people do ministry work and witnessing and whatnot at 
colleges. And that is awesome. Like I myself was involved in a college group that really was an encouragement to me. On, I always went on Wednesday nights and we just felt like family together and eat and read the Bible together and laugh and hang out. But this guy that came, um, well, let's just say this. He was clickbaity in the way of clickbait for real life. He basically had a sign that said something like, you're going to hell, ask me why I know this or something. Which, talk about conversation starter. I mean, some people would just avoid him like the plague, and others would want to talk and argue. And the fact that I read it in a school newspaper, like, <sighs> big sigh. I just feel like that's not the best um, witness, whether he was he's truly a Christian or not, or maybe he was in some, like, legalistic, cultish-like group. Maybe he wasn't um, Christian at all. But, like, how not loving and drawing in there. I mean, still probably a lot of students that read it, you know, were not saved and were on their way to that and they needed to talk, but it just prompted debate and arguing. And then nothing really good was said about it in the newspaper. And so I'm like, okay, hopefully we can <laughs> be a witness on college campuses through our love and encouragement and, you know, just peace and all the things to draw others and comfort others and give others hope. So that kind of made me uncomfortable, but it, it contrasts so nicely with the idea of revival happening at Asbury or as Osbury, Asbury, whatever, and some of these other universities. Um, but what is interesting is when I read about this is I had mixed feelings and I am just saying this so that we can all be honest with each other. It's not mixed feelings on whether something counts as a revival or not, because I think anytime a sinner is believes and is saved, it's a revival in their hearts. So I guess it depends on someone's definition of revival. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just going to be calling it revival. I'm sure we could have that discussion. But someone had posted in an article um, some very famous evangelist, I want to say it was like Billy Graham's daughter or granddaughter or something like that, that could this, these times of revival be just a sign of the end almost here. And um, why I was saying necessarily is I just want to like process these thoughts with y'all. First of all, I was like, yes, that's, if it is so, like, that's great. Like I want, we want, you know, the kid, the kingdom come, you know, the Lord's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But I just want to tell y'all, if you also had this second reaction that I have had, um, don't feel bad. <laughs> My second reaction was, but wait, I'm not ready for that. I still have all this life I'm living. And so like, I get it. I feel that. And if you have felt that too, um, that's totally fine. We're going to talk about it. And so also, I want to remind everyone, there have been revivals that have happened. So let's say hypothetically, this is what someone counts as a true revival. Um, this has happened over the ages in various countries. And so this particular one right now is not like the first time ever. And when I'm saying all these words like this, it could seem that I'm coming across kind of negative on all this. I am so excited of how I saw 
two weeks of continual praise and worship. Like, praise God. What a glorious example, a glorious example to that small town. I read one article that said that someone that worked at a hotel, you know, just in the secular setting, not at the university, just worked at the hotel is like, our hotel wasn't ready for revival. Like, even secular settings, even non-Christians are calling it a revival and know that something's happening. There's an article in the New York Times for crying out about, loud about this. Like, I am in love with the, that this would bring glory to God and all the things, right? But this is the podcast called Money and Mental Peace. And one of those aspects is, you know, the mental peace and mental health of all of this. And honestly, I agree that sometimes there's confusion around stuff like this. Does it mean that if you're not there at the revival, um, you're not getting guidance from God? No, because he connects with us in all ways, in all places. Well, in a lot of ways, in all places. And does it mean the end is exact coming? Well, yeah, I mean, every single second of the literal every day gets us closer to Christ's, you know, second advent. But also, I think we need to be careful to not be, um, to not jump the gun when something that seems extraordinary to say it exactly means this, because a lot of people get too sucked into signs of this or that happening and um, stop living their lives. Like, I actually have someone that I know who used to be in a church that just was very concerning, um, very kind of cultish, very much like the Bible literally says no one knows the day or the hour when, you know, Christ will return. And they were having people prophesy and say it's happening this year or it's happening at this time. And people would like start selling their stuff and stop working and whatever, preparing for the end to come. And then when it didn't come, they were let down, their faith is shaken, they lost money, like all the things. What I'm just trying to say is if the Lord's kingdom is coming, well, it is every second of every day, it's getting closer and praise the Lord. And also, it is also good to just keep living your life, keep staying close to God, holding his hand throughout every single day, walking slow and steady with him and not just like stop everything because there's some sign that it might come or not. And also to not be uh, sensational and think whenever something big like this means something exactly. We have to be very careful to not put words into the Bible indicating what this or that means. Does that make sense? So basically, I am all about whatever God is doing at all of these universities around and like Gen Z, like unite, right? And come and make a difference in this world. What I'm just trying to reassure you of and to be careful of is to not just believe that this has to mean something exactly. It can just be the utter God's mercy and grace poured out on his people in these areas to just bring even revivals just to their hearts and, and witness and encouragement. And also to tell you, I get you if you're ever like, not even just about this revival or situation, but if you're ever like, but I want to live my full life. I don't want, I mean, like, I want God to come back, Christ to come back, but like, I don't want him to. And then you feel bad because you're like, you're Christian and the Lord's Prayer talks about your kingdom come. And then you go down on this spiral of, am I a good Christian and all this, that, and the other thing. Okay, just stop. <laughs> I get it. I have felt that. The fact that you want to live this life is good because the Lord 
put us on this earth in this place at this time to live it to glorify you in the psalms it says that all our days were ordained for us in his book like it is good that you want to live life and so this might just i i i encourage you don't don't be so down on yourself okay and then secondly i do also want to remind y'all about what heaven and eternity is like or will be like what i mean is a lot of us think okay like i know it'll be happy and there'll be no more crying or pain but it just sounds boring and you're just like floating on the clouds forever and yada yada okay i don't think a lot of churches really preach on heaven enough i mean what counts as enough i don't know i'm just saying i'd like it more because if you go through the information about eternity it's not just like you're floating up there. It's a new heaven and a new earth. It's literal new, like, perfect bodies, like, becoming more like Christ. Not that we could become gods, but we're in the image of God. And imagine a lot of people talk about, like, oh, it's the afterlife, you know, like, the Egyptians, where they're mummified. They thought they did this, that, and the other thing for the afterlife. And I know we don't believe that same thing but what i'm saying is a lot of times people think is this really this life and that is the afterlife like ugh, i've been reading so much more on different um books and just bible passages on heaven and you have to be very careful pray for discernment on those sorts of things because a lot of times people can just put their own opinions in and if it's something the bible doesn't specifically say you know be very careful about that but the fact that it's eternity means that this little snippet of time in this life, the pain that we're going through and whatever, is going to be so small of a blip compared to eternity. Like, imagine, think back to something in your childhood that was really hard for you or a time that was stressful or you just cried and cried because you didn't want to go to bed or stop watching that movie. And honestly, at the moment, it was like you were mad, like, or upset or hurting, you know, when you got burned from touching an iron. I don't know. But the fact that it really hasn't, like, you haven't thought of it in years, it's not affecting you terribly now, like, we will be new creations, new bodies on a new physical earth. The Bible says new heavens and a new earth. And living in perfection with Christ forever and ever. And when I say Christ, I mean God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I'm just kind of interchanging terms, okay? And we will, like, this, the hardships of this life will be but a blip. Like, the things, think of your very best day you've ever had. I mean, it'll be ten times as good that well into eternity. And of course, everything that I'm saying in this way, go look it up for yourself. I ask that the Holy Spirit would give me the words to speak that I'm not saying anything unbiblical, and also do your own research for yourself. But what I'm just trying to indicate is one example of a revival happening, whether you define it as that or not, does not mean we should become sensational and say, like, this means exactly this, like, the end is coming, a sign is coming, or or whatever. It could, it most certainly could, but we must be careful not to read extra into the Bible. And also, it's okay to understand and to feel like, well, I don't want the end to come yet because I want to get married and have a family or live this life or travel or whatever. That's okay too. tell God about that. He it wants to 
live life with you, for him to be along, uh, partnering with you in all of this. And also, though, for those who feel that, just know that sometimes we don't have the best view of heaven. Heaven is, we think of heaven as just eternity, it just kind of floating up there. But eternity, the Bible really calls it new heavens, the new heavens and a new earth that we would live on. So it's physical, it's great work and rest and joy with other human beings, um, all in perfection in God's kingdom. And so I'm hoping to encourage you that that is not just, just a passing thought like the afterlife. This life we're in right now is more like before life, like this will be but a breath, you know, but see that positively as eternity will be literally perfectly joyful. Does that make sense? And also, I am not going in like a verse by verse Bible commentary here. I'm describing this as more of a concept. And so always use discernment, pray and read the Bible for yourself. Don't just take my word on things. Also, I want to hear your thoughts. If you think I am way off my rocker, if anyone uses that term anymore, or you totally agree with me and feel the same feels. I just want you to know that whatever you are feeling is normal. And God wants to know about it. God wants to walk with you through it, talk with him about it, and walk with him in it. Also, if you ever are not sure if you are a Christian or what that really means, feel free to send me a message or email or whatever, and we can talk through it. And also you could look up, just Google Four Spiritual Laws. It's called Four Spiritual Laws, kind of just walks you through the steps of accepting Christ and salvation. And I just wasn't even planning on doing this episode, but the outline just kind of came, and I pray that it was Holy Spirit-led and that y'all would come join our Facebook group in Christian College Girl Community to let me know your thoughts, agreements, disagreements, and just, I want to last time reiterate, I am very happy for all that is happening at these universities. I just want us to not take stuff out of context. I want us to know that we're normal if we have different, <laughs> mixed up positive and negative feelings around, like, the end is coming, you know, that type of thing. And also to remind y'all that heaven will just be literally amazing. It's not just some, like, boring, floating along existence that has no purpose, okay? Okay, I really hope that helps you guys. And again, let me know in the Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.